Hey, welcome everybody to not YKS Premium, but another episode of Jessuary. We're behind the paywall uh, this week, or you're in front of the paywall. Sorry, get the terminology down before you do five years of this stupid shit. Um, we're we're on the main feed this week because we've got a big movie and a big guest. And frankly, I'm sick of fucking sitting here talking about this stupid shit and not everybody in the world's hearing me. So we're putting it out there for everybody to hear. Mike, this is a huge, huge film. Wouldn't you agree? God, yeah, this was a great one, JF. This was uh, uh, one of those. This is one of those films that comes along once every uh, once in a while, and you say, "Hmm," you know. Yeah, and maybe that's all you have to say about it. Hopefully not, because we've got about ninety minutes. We're going to try <laughs> to fill here with your thoughts. Um, so, but uh, but we've got somebody else who knows a lot about movies, and I I even dare say a lot about shitty movies as well. But maybe he'll disagree with that. Uh, we got one of the hardest working actors and podcast guys in the whole biz uh, from High and Mighty Action Boys and a million different things on TV. We got John Gabrus. Hello, John. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, and yes, I'm a fan of shitty movies. I'm a fan of all movies. Just watching a movie is better than doing just about anything else, even if the movie is garbage. Yes. That's yeah. where I, and that's where I'm at currently in life and still one year into quarantine <laughs> yeah the so we do this we've done this thing a couple years now jessuary um which is i guess at a certain point i realized that my taste was not the same as everybody else's taste um and at a certain point i just realized the thing is i, I do like i do like good stuff you know i like stuff that's critically acclaimed or widely beloved by people who care whatever but the number one thing I like to do is just have something on in the background while I'm like on the computer or I'm talking to my kids or I'm eating some rice or like what it does, whatever it is. It's just something that's on. I can look away. I can look at it, whatever. There's something funny happening. I can the go about my kids business. Falling you know? in between directly in between rice and computer. You know, it says a lot there. I'm like, uh, yeah. quick, what are the top three most important things off my, off my head? Uh, rice? <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Um, we've in the past, let's see, we've done some of my favorite ones we've done on here, Pacific Rim, um, Van Helsing. Hell yeah. Uh, only um, movie I've ever seen in a drive-in, Van Helsing. No shit. Yeah. Like on an original run or did you see it on like original after run, the- like 2003, whatever, like oh. when I was in college, it was the only, uh, a date with my now wife, my only time wow. ever to a drive-in. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So yeah, and you've been, and I know this from having uh, heard you on a million different things and listening to your shows and stuff. I know that you've been with your wife for a long time, um, and I have as well. I've been with my wife now for longer than we weren't together, like in our lives before that. So oh, hell we, yeah, we're coming up on that. Whatever the German word for that yeah. point in life is, <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> the you know terminal velocity or whatever you right. want to call it. Um, what were some of the so Van Helsing is a really good one um, what are some of the other ones that you guys have seen together that maybe you wouldn't have seen unless you were like going on a date with somebody you wanted to impress when you were young you know what I mean oh that's really funny like something we uh, we just passed our actual like 18 years since we said hey want to be my girlfriend in right. 2003 yeah so we were like let's look up movies that came out in 2003 to watch tonight for this effort because we used to watch <laughs> and I was like looking through it. And I'm like, man, these are some of my favorite movies. And I'm like, I saw all of these in the theater. And then we realized it was because it's like we were just like, want to go to the movies? Like, we don't know what to do as yeah. college juniors for dates. So we were just and so we watched The Last Samurai together. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I fucking love that movie. It and rocks. We, it rocks. And we were like, we saw this in the theater together, like one month into our <laughs> relationship. It's so fucking weird. That's so good. I think. 
I think one of our very first ones, if not our first date, and I should probably know that offhand, but I'm I'm like 99% sure it was our first date, was seeing Mr. Deeds in theaters, because this was also around the same time, like 2002. <laughs> I'm very, very sneaky. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen Mr. Deeds yeah. a dozen times. What's wrong with me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that one, and we, I, I know we did White Chicks, and I think we actually walked out of White Chicks, and that's, and I don't do that very often, and I no. would never do it probably Why? now. Was there a problem with the film or something? <laughs> You were offended, right? You thought that it was a cultural appropriation. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Not cool. That's what I got thrown out of junior high for. Right. That's the thing. It, I was very, I mean, I'm stupid now, but in high school, you probably could have gotten me to get mad at white chicks when I was in high school. Like, I don't want to think about the type of shit I was thinking then, you know. Uh, we got, I walked out of Lightning Jack, the Crocodile Dundee, uh, Paul Hogan, like Western. Because um, it was just, you know that, like time in your life when you're like the one thing you can do for 90 minutes without parents is like a movie when you're like yeah. 14 so you get like three dudes three three girls or you know what this is the 90s so i'm sure uh nowadays right. you have, you have way more than just those two uh groups of people there sure and you would just be like what's playing at the time our parents can drive us to the theater so it'd be like we saw lightning and we were asked to leave because we were letting reese's peanut butter cups melt in our hand and then just whipping them against the screen <laughs> so that they'd be like moles for the whole movie uh yeah so i, I talk about being stupid young uh, when we were younger i certainly was that's that's bad behavior there <laughs> yeah no i was a bad kid <laughs> <laughs> um i i realized when i when you first got on the call here I uh, I did something I regret. I I called you Gabrus, which is so unfair to you because you are known to other people as Gabrus and not me. I don't know you at all, but I think that I do. Um, and I think I, that's a fa that this is a that's a safe assumption there. I think okay. it's like this is a fair logic leap to be like he kind of brands himself. This is his handle. This is how sure. talk, he refers to himself. He uh, so that's that's com I'm comfortable with that. that. Was okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's well, like a there's like the net and. We all know a little bit about each other from social media following and podcast listening and stuff, but there's just like that one layer and you have to be like sort of pro like you you have to have like a, some sort of uh, social misunderstanding. And yes. some people, a lot of people who listen to my podcast seem to have those. So they are just coming at me with like, like. Calling me Gabrus is one thing, but a lot of these people are like, dude, you fucking titty fuck your wife last night. It's like, what the fuck, <laughs> man? It's like, why would you talk to anyone like that? No less a stranger. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that going around for sure. And, you know, it uh, we invited, I guess, a little bit. Um, but I was I was talking to my wife when we were so we were watching very we we've. We've moved on from the time in our lives where we would watch things together. That has not occurred in a long time. We watch our separate things and then we don't talk about them. <laughs> but we did uh, last year. We watched uh, what we do in the shadows and you're in an episode. Hell yeah. Um, and I was like, that's that's Gabrus. That's Gabrus right there. And I do this sometimes. Um, you know, we both know Mike Mitchell and I will say it with him like, hey, look, daddy knows that guy who's on. I'm talking to my kids, not my wife, which is okay if I refer to myself yeah, as daddy. Daddy knows wife. him. Let me go, please, Jesse. Let me go. <laughs> but I'll, you know, his commercial comes on. I'll be like, daddy knows that guy. And everyone goes, oh, that's cool. You know him. I'm like, yeah, he's, you know, I talk to him sometimes. He's a funny guy or whatever. 
And I realized I did the same thing with you. I said, <laughs> oh, that's John Gabrus. I know that guy. And my wife said, really? You know him? And I said, well, I don't. I don't know him. I know who he is. You know, he's like an actor. I'm the king of I'm friends with that. I know that person. We both follow each other. Oh, I only follow them. I I muted them. Never mind. I'm not actually not connected to this person at all. Like, I instantly yeah. am like, wait, nope. Because it's that impulse. Like, when I first started go, far, first started performing comedy, uh, I was a fan of it as much as I was performing. So I was like watching improv at UCB nonstop in the early aughts. And then you would see like Bobby Moynihan on the street and forget that he wasn't watching you right. several nights a week for the last couple of months or whatever. So you'd be like, oh, yeah, Bobby. And he's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, he thinks it's like uh, his, his looper coming to kill him or something like that. But that's a very specific to us situation. Yeah, I was going to ask, is he one of the guys that you see sometimes like walking out of the room when you walk in or no? I will say no detriment to the other guys, but Bobby is just the class above the rest of us fat bearded white guys. Bobby just happens to work a little more. You know? <laughs> I run into the Gimberlings and the Mitches, right? Uh, but like Bobby's getting invited to different meetings. I see. <laughs> Bobby see. ain't out there hustling for scraps like the rest of us. <laughs> funny guy though funny fucking guy i like v bobby very funny guy i love that dude same birthday as me too strange oh my god yeah wow um wow so we're like almost I'm almost 40 <laughs> years old wow cool your birthday so is the same cool. as a friend of yours right? i wasn't gonna i didn't i didn't want to ask if it was the same year because i it's it's either too revealing about you or too revealing about bobby yeah. moynihan so i was like I'll just let that one go over the plate. And no matter what the answer is, it doesn't help you enjoy it more or less. And anyway. it just like just seems like a follow up you should ask. And then you're like, Wait, right. why do I even care? Yeah. <laughs> and this is being recorded. What the fuck right. are we thinking? <laughs> um, so this the movie that we did today is one that I don't think this is one that I saw in theaters, um, but this is the movie so I think Je Jesse movies are actually like uh, a subset of movies that I think belong to the category of father-in-law movies. <laughs> um, and father-in-law movies are the type of movie that uh, back when I was dating my now wife, I would go over to her house and her stepdad would be sitting there at the kitchen table doing work, whatever, you know, dad work, whatever the fuck that shit is that they do all the time. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And he would have the tiny little square television, the CRT TV with the built-in VCR and no remote, but you could go up to it and push the different things. TV technology had advanced well past this, but that's what he liked to do, right? <laughs> um, and he would have the TV Guide channel on, which would spend about three minutes of the hour full screen on a movie and the rest of it just scrolling through what else is on TV. <laughs> and I think League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is the exact type of movie that would be on that stupid fucking channel that a father-in-law <laughs> yeah. would be watching all day, you know? It's a beautiful movie for picture in picture. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you It's need perfect to, have something to else shrink down smaller and smaller so you're less <laughs> overwhelmed by the fucking King's Quest level graphics. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking loved King's Quest too. That's very funny. <laughs> You mentioned that he loved King's Quest. Wait, your father-in-law? <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking the uh, what's the librarian movies with that guy from ER? Oh, that's the librarians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like yeah. TNT movie spin-off. Yes. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, those are those are bad as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll do those next year. Um, so this one's from 2003, right in that era of movies that Gabrus and I were out, you know, trying to like 
trying to kiss in the movie theater, but yeah. not be too obvious about it. Poughkeepsie Galleria for college movies. Um, the <laughs> Belmore Playhouse for movies in my hometown. Um, yes. So that that's where I was at in 03. That's where I was catching my flicks. That's where I was groping oh. and making out and shit. A lot of really nasty stuff. You're probably um, getting up in there, huh? <laughs> you know me, dog. You don't actually at all, but you seem to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. We're friends. We're friends. But, but you just darkly cut me to my core. This guy knows I get up in there. <laughs> somehow. Somehow he was alerted to my getting up in there in this. Um, Mike, you worked at a movie theater. Was it around this time, or were you working there after this time, 2003? I think it was like 2005-ish or something. Okay. But okay. yeah, it was, movie theater was great. It was great to steal from. I love stealing from the movie theater. I love stealing from work. Any place you work, it's great to steal from. Um, yeah, but now that you work here, you know, it's something we got to keep in mind and we kind of want to put a pin <laughs> in, you know? Um, hey, that's something that's a cool thing about you is backstory, but now as a, co- a co-worker, it's a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> now that's fun and all and i love that it's cool for an edgy bio but now yes. as a collaborator right. i'm concerned i notice a big stack of pelican cases in the background of your zoom <laughs> filled with different recording equipment <laughs> um i was probably i was at um let's see gabriel so you didn't you don't have a car mic where you grew up right you didn't have that up there no no Carmike is like the maybe like the fifth the biggest movie chain I think now or it's been I think it's been subsumed by AMC at this point and they sucked so bad that AMC turned all of them into AMC classics which means don't expect the experience. <laughs> they, they we're like we're not putting our full name on this. Yeah, <laughs> it, you, it'll get like the presented by Quentin yes. Tarantino. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, um, uh, AMC is already distancing themselves from this uh, <laughs> this uh, experience you're about to have on your yes. way in. They're like, hey, this is like like when when like you're uh, you have company over and you're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. There's like shit everywhere. I know. My bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never done. I was going to clean yeah. it. I was going to clean it. I swear to God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was directed by Stephen Norrington, who also did Blade. Yeah. Um, and then after this, didn't do anything else. Bad sign, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that should be what ha- would happen to someone who makes a movie like this. You should be. <laughs> and I and I gotta say, my overall like. My quick overall thought of this movie is when I first saw it, I was like, man, I built it up too much in my head. Like I was aware of Alan Moore comics and stuff. And I was like, I saw it and was like, ooh, that wasn't as good as I was hoping. And it was kind of lame. But I will say rewatching this last night, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I wish they took dumb. And, And as a matter of fact, this is my problematic this is my problem with current media Uh-oh. is that it is a, I a, a proven IP with just a random star that doesn't really fit to the mold of the movie or the tone you're doing. Right. But I do like that. It's just a tonal swing and there's like weird violence and dumb comedy and cartoonish shit all <laughs> happening in it. And a lot yeah. of movies just don't have that anymore. But I feel like a lot of movies of my youth and like movies I watched from when I was younger, where like have that, like, they don't do it as well as the Simpsons, but they have that ability where it's like, I think if you're 40 or 11, you're going to like this. movie. <laughs> yeah. Gonna, there's, like, there was no cohesive vision to this. It, it's, it's, it's the exact opposite of what I, you're referring probably to Marvel movies where it's like, 
oh, they started thinking about this like 25 years ago, and now we're seeing the final product. They were thinking about this like the night before they made it, I feel like. <laughs> this this has a college project feel to me, but it was... It, it does it reeks of college dollars. projects, especially because there's literary characters and has that extra layer of like, <laughs> right. and uh, Frankenstein, no, uh, okay, um, Jekyll and Hyde. It's like, all right, yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's just it's anybody, like monster in the creative, squad. anybody in the creative commons, just mine right. it for, and then we'll... Right. That's so that is that is what it is. Um, it's so it made 78 million bucks on a, or made 179 million on 78 million. So it's a decently big uh, picture, um, especially by those standards. Um, and like you mentioned, Sean Connery, really the only nameable star in this to me. Anyways, I didn't recognize anyone else. Um, and he the reason he's in this movie, despite not fitting at all with any of it, basically is that apparently, and this is just from Wikipedia, don't come after my ass if it's fake, okay? And maybe actually I wrote it and put it on Wikipedia. So fuck you, it's kind of performance art. Either, so now I can say whatever I want and defend it however I want. Yeah, that's legal. If you, you can do that now. And literally an unassailable position. He's not the only star, though. The, uh, Peter Wilson, for, uh, the, you ever watched La Femme Nikita when you were a kid? And, uh, oh, get all only when... That? Only yeah. when WCW ran over yeah. is when I saw La Femme Nikita. <laughs> yeah. USA at like 10 yeah. o'clock at night. It was time to get a boner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right. I know, I, the, the TV series. Uh, yeah. Also, yes. the dude who plays Nemo, who I, uh, Nasseridan Shah, I'm, I may, mm. I'm a positive I'm butchering your name, so I apologize for that. But homie was like, 200 uh bollywood credits rolling into like he's wow. like a mega star oh, in wow. India, i think when they make this movie at the time which that's i kind of cool. give him credit for as like uh as a production that's like that's a little more foresight than a lot of other places have yeah no kidding like today's episode of yks sponsored by better help is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Yeah, for me, it's I'm not six foot six inches of, of raw sculpted muscle who can do a, a behind the back pass, go off the backboard and slam it home for an easy two, you know? Yeah, so you got to slam it in and uh, make sure all you get more points than the other guy. That's the point of the uh, you don't know a lot about sports, but uh, that's the point of the game. Well, the point the point of the game is to have fun and make sure that the crowd has an enjoyable time. Is it? Not for me. I'm all about the points. That's the only thing I care about. All Mike does is win. Well, look, BetterHelp <laughs> is not going to be able to uh, help me with my handles. Um, they're not going to be able to uh, help me get off the ground more than like one or two inches at a time. They can't help me with that. But if I ever come across the following issues, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, um, anger, family stuff, self-esteem... All that stuff, that falls into the betterhelp.com peach basket. That's a reference to the origins yeah. of basketball. Basketball, Kind of cool. Um, with BetterHelp, you can send a message to your counselor anytime. You're going to get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You used to call me on my cell phone. And you can do it anytime you want, even in the middle of a game, trying to bring it back to the sports thing for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. I think a lot of the players will sometimes get in trouble if they are on their phones in the locker room. But yeah, if they just said, 
coach, you don't understand. I'm talking to my uh, my professional counselor right now on BetterHelp.com. Uh, yeah. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free ch- to change counselors if they need. Coach, you don't understand. He's, he doesn't. And care. that's almost an implicit threat to the coach as well. I believe he's taking that <laughs> as a threat saying, oh, so you think you can just switch anybody out anytime you want. You think coaching is the same thing as yeah. BetterHelp? Well, it's not. It's a completely different. Although there are some similarities, maybe. Coach, I don't know. I'm just I'm pulling my bad thoughts out in the third quarter and I'm putting my good thoughts in and that into in the game. And they don't understand because he's from the old school. He teaches the triangle offense. We're moving on. Okay. We are on, (laughs) we're, we're pace and space and we're going on better help to get professional counseling. Okay. It's, it's confidential, convenient, professional, affordable, and it's not a crisis line, but you can check out the testimonials posted daily on their site. Every single day they're updating their website. That's pretty cool. Um, in fact, so many people are using BetterHelp. They're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So if you're listening to this right now and you're a counselor, I don't know, maybe go on to apply to get a job. I've yeah, never had a job. I don't, I don't know how to do I don't it. Know. But we don't know. We don't know. That's, that's beyond my you. purview. Yeah, you're. that's for you. But for everyone else, I want you to start living a happier life today as a listener. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash YKS. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash YKS. Hey, take a charge just like on the basketball court. It's a slam dunk. But the reason Connery is in it is because he, he, I guess he turned down The Matrix and Lord of the Rings and would have made almost a half a billion dollars if he had taken those. Um, so <laughs> Where, he was like, oh, this fuck. Is, I, saw this on, I saw this on IMDb, too. What role in in those movies? Let's cast Sean Connery of what he... Morpheus. Like, that's a, <laughs> like, I guess it would be. That's the one that makes the most sense, but that's the one, like... That's Larry awful. Fit, Lawrence Fishburne adds such... Like, he's so important. As, yeah. He's such a cool choice as Morpheus. Wait, so there's a version of The Matrix that would have been Will Smith and <laughs> Sean, Connery? Sean Connery? Okay, actually, if Will Smith is in it in, in, instead of Keanu, I don't hate this flip. It's way more serious seeming, I feel like, yeah. a little more, uh, but I don't think I would hate it. I mean, you end up making After Earth or whatever, but... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the problem. It's like, wait, no, never mind. <laughs> and I guess, the- I guess he would have been Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, I don't know, but you, you wouldn't want to kick out Christopher Lee from yeah. Sorrow Man. So who who are you kicking out? You can't kick anybody out. That's what I. Or it's like maybe like would he voice Gimli? Like or is that like below him? Ah, uh, that would be pretty good, I guess. Treebeard, uh, Treebeard, yes, <laughs> but, but that's he's not getting low. that much money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did did Rise Davies do? Did he do on his knees for that movie? Or was yeah, that he just went other... dwarf style. He did, right? <laughs> no, they shrunk he him down. He had the boots on his knees. <laughs> dwarf. Oh, they shrunk him down like Mike TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, this and and actually, this was Connery's last live action role. I guess he said he because he died much later. I mean, he died like fairly recently. Went out um, on top. He went out on top with this one. Yeah. Why do yeah. another live action? This is the pinnacle of what I've been <laughs> so- doing. Sometimes achieve. you got to put a movie together and cast a, and cast a bunch of and hire a bunch of like sixty year old people just so that it bombs and they all quit. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah. it's a good way to just clean out a shelf of <laughs> actors. And you're like, get rid of these Connery, guys. what's ignoring them? Like none of the people came. They yeah. were like, "Fuck, I'm never doing shit after this." It's like sometimes you just need something that breaks a few people from ever yes. tr- filling up time again. Um, the director. 
apparently, so Stephen Dorff actually from Blade said that Norrington, the director, was making a film with miniatures at his own house. This was three years ago, um, and he says he said that he thought the film would take Norrington another decade to complete. So. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there at all. Well, I'm going on a hunger strike until it's released. That's all you want. <laughs> this is my fucking Snyder cut, dude. I'm getting the fucking billboard. <laughs> release the Norrington miniature movie. <laughs> I want HBO Max to release the uncut version. That guy sitting at home when the Steve Carell movie comes out, and then like the real version of the Steve Carell movie comes out. I don't know which one of those came out first, but he's like biting his knuckle the whole time. Um. You're but, talking uh, about Marwin Call and Welcome to Marwin, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one yeah. is the documentary, and then one is a movie based on the documentary, which is <laughs> a very weird choice when you That's if you okay. watch the documentary. I don't think you go. We need to put a comedian in this role. It's like a dark <laughs> fucking twist. Yeah, yeah. Not, a, not a happy film. <laughs> it's like oh, we're doing capturing the Freedmans with Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> But we used to, it used to be the thing where two movies <clears throat> on essentially identical subjects or or themes, whatever, would come out at the same time, right? Like uh, the, the asteroid one. Um, uh, Deep Impact and uh, Armageddon. Right. And there were and several. And then there was D Volcano and Dante's Peak came out oh, yeah. at the, at the, around the same time. Yeah. But oh, now Deep Blue Sea and Armageddon, right. Yes. Wait, that one's with Armageddon? It, wasn't there another shark movie at that time? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh there's also the core, which was like a pretty much a ripoff of all those movies too. Right. Um, <laughs> These are all like my favorite movies. So the strange. best ones that have ever been made. Yeah. <laughs> I I guess I've I've coming in my age to realize I like spectacle movies, but yeah. I like practical spectacles. It turns out because I I get that modern Marvel and Disney movies are spectacle movies, but it doesn't feel the same to me. I like like big weird choices and like you know a little bit of like in like quirky fucking uh looks and you know yes. moves and practical stuff that's what i'm here for did you did you like one of the best movies i've seen that like proves that theorem for me about what i like is did you like the third cloverfield movie did you see that that's the one where they're underground that's the second one the third one is there in space oh no i haven't seen i this haven't one. seen that one either okay mike you'll hate it but <laughs> John, you you might like it uh, okay. if, if, if you're if you're liking this type of shit because everyone basically hates it. It has it has like almost nothing to do with the Cloverfield universe, which I think is cool. But, you know, it's whatever it doesn't have to be the same type of thing. But it is just like there's just like one thing going on and they're just like fucking around with it the whole time. It's like this weird. It's just a weird choice. It's full of weird fucking choices like that. I like I'll check I'll check that out for sure. I like the 30 Cloverfield Lane one for sure. Me too. I saw that great. with a friend and their girlfriend and the friend's girlfriend when the movie ended was like, I did not expect aliens. I'm like, oh, well, because I kind of <laughs> did because of Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah. you know, she goes, and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, this is like, you know, Cloverfield, the movie that came out about aliens. She's like, I've never seen that movie. I'm like, oh, and then I go to her partner, her boyfriend, her now yeah. husband. I'm like, you didn't like. Prepper at all? <laughs> you, didn't, this, this, you didn't have this conversation before. You just sat down to watch a movie called Thirty Cloverfield Lane. No questions. Wow. I, okay, I, people are what different. A move. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's high just in a completely different headspace than I am the whole time yep. watching that movie. It's just interesting that we both were four feet away from each other and having completely different interactions with this wow. movie. <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> that is how I feel when I watch a lot of movies. And in fact. Mike and I saw that one together in Denver, right? Mike, didn't we see that together? Yes, we did. We uh, 
We uh, watched the entire movie and we held hands the entire time. It was well, extremely nice. Well, no, we did the cool guy thing. We did the not just one seat between us. We did two seats between us in case because we didn't want anybody to think you know we were there together. <laughs> we yeah, it had to look like we're you know, like saving that. seats for two busty chicks to sit in between <laughs> us. All right. Just, yeah, I, I need two seats because my wife's tits are huge. <laughs> Turning around like every couple of minutes, like where is that big busty babe? I thought she was um, <laughs> like loudly asking in the movie. People are like, Shh. You're like I'm waiting on my busty partner. She should be here any moment. <laughs> Nobody else was there to see the movie. It was just us. Um, so let's get into this movie just a little bit. Nah. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Mike, um, I know you took a lot of detailed notes on this, um, but if you want, I'll I'll just start with a couple things, Mike, and you just you know, yeah, feel Mike, free I'm to sorry not... I didn't get to read that novelization you emailed out. I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I opened the well, PDF thinking it's going to be was like a few, sca- but it's a, 121 pages. <laughs> you can kick I'll, it around and and look at it later in your own yeah, free time if you want. I, it's not a. I'll definitely get back when I saw there was no photos whatsoever and it was like super small print. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't have time Jeez. for this. <laughs> um, so we start out 1899 England. Uh, uh, this this tank and Owen. Everyone acts like they've never seen a tank before. I didn't look up when tanks were invented, but it seems like this is maybe before tanks. Um, <laughs> it's storming the ste- streets. It crashes into a bank. I didn't say steets. Nobody comment that. Um, and a mysterious German man gets out and steals some plans. Then he goes over and attacks a a German hangar, and what he's done here, and you can see, because this movie loves spelling everything out, and I think they actually do, like, the spinning newspaper at this point to tell you yeah, what's going do. on. Yeah, and so they want you, what this man has done, this this guy's done, he's he's made it seem like Britain and Germany are attacking each other, and this is, like, this this is actually a really common theme of all movies exactly this shitty, like the Sherlock Holmes uh, sequel, which I love, but is shitty. Um, <laughs> it's and, because it's toothless. Yeah. It's, there's no, you don't have to be like, and the South Koreans are the bad guys. Like, you don't have, <laughs> yeah. like, like, just being like, this guy faked a war between two countries. It's like. Germany, nah, they don't make believable bad guys in movie and media. It's like, okay, well, we'll fabricate a... Like, a lot of my... I watch a shit ton of action movies. Like, Fast and the Furious will do it where they'll be like, and this base is completely evacuated. The only people inside of it are terrorists. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, so don't feel bad when we blow this whole fucking thing up. Fucking turn this whole thing into glass. I love they always like say something like that where they're like, and of course all the civilians are out for some reason, so (laughs) nuke the bitch. You're like, okay. Um so an emissary from England approaches uh, legendary hunter Alan Quartermain, who is played by Sean Connery. He's basically the star of the whole thing. Um, and he's sitting in Kenya, like in this, I, I don't know what it's supposed to be. It's like a huge like hunter's hangout. Um, and he asks for his help. And then his body double is murdered uh, by men with automatic rifles and body armor, which again, I guess is new for this time. But the, 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 the I, I don't know, the body double thing didn't really hit for me because he was sitting right next to the real guy. <laughs> and I like, felt like right yeah, next to him. It wouldn't have <laughs> been that safe. If, <laughs> he's like not like, saving shown, you It's shown one moment later when the guys open fire that his decoy plan is not that helpful. <laughs> like, still keeps him a little close to the action, yeah. boys. <laughs> also, if, you, if the point is to have somebody that looks like you so you won't get recognized, can't you like fuck off and go do something else? He's like yeah. still in the same place. I don't understand 
him with I the have advantages. to watch him and make sure he does everything right. It's like, well, at that point, just sit there yourself. Then. <laughs> just You're not a big enough company. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't afford employees. It makes no sense. You just have to do this yourself. <laughs> um, uh, the armor and machine gun shit, I thought, was pretty a fun thing to see. Like, yeah. something I've realized I haven't seen a lot of. It's sort of like faux steampunk adjacent where it's like modern and uh but this whole movie kind of settles into this world where it's as if you asked me to like riff quickly or like late 19th century specifics you know what i mean it's like i'd be like adventurers explorers the dark continent uh, (laughs) dr jekyll mr hyde blunderbuss armor you know you're just like a boat you know you say all this shit and it's like we got league of extraordinary gentlemen boys yeah yeah i'm I'm sitting here going like do they have phones then this seems like (laughs) right around the time where they would have (laughs) phones but you couldn't like hear everything maybe i'm not sure what the tech was um whereas in van helsing another one we've done they just had like uh like a like a church guy invented, which I, I just I just I accepted that the church knew how to do stuff like that. This for is some a, reason. this is a holy laptop. <laughs> yeah, we can look up whatever we want with this thing. <laughs> um, back in London, uh, Quartermain meets M, a man putting together a team. Um, and this is this guy is played by Richard Roxborough, who is Dracula in Van Helsing, and I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Like he had he's been in two of my favorite movies of all time, and he's absolutely going nuts in both of them like completely out of his mind in both of these roles i assume he's normal in real life but he's fucking crazy in these movies <laughs> for um, sure he's uh, he's pretty fucking wild in this I, everyone everyone seems to be fucking around in this movie yeah. like everyone seems and that's another sign of a, a fun movie is everyone is like i know what we're making here yeah uh the only thing i will say is uh Connery could fucking sell it like 8% of it. I I get it. We're all like everyone's various levels of phoning it in for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But there's just too much wide shot combat of Connery for him to not be trying a little harder. He was like, he was at one point he like fell on the ground and I was like, I was watching really close. I made a mental note when he fell to watch him get up. And I was just like, oh, well, that sucks. Oh, no. Now, now that you're looking for it, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, he does, like, throw guys through tables in this in a in a fun uh, way that's not super convincing. Um, after this, we, we get a, a lot more of the characters start uh, jumping in um, in really haphazard fashion. We meet Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues. Oh, I should say Quartermain is from... Uh, uh, what, King what? Solomon's Mines. There you go. Or the librarian, maybe. I can't remember which one he's from. Um, <laughs> uh, and so we've got the 20,000 uh, Leagues Under the Sea guy. We've got Mina Harker from Dracula. Oh, my God. Who saw this in the theater? Jesse, did you say you saw it in the theater? I don't I don't think I did. Oh, my God. The, the theater probably was going nuts when they when they brought out Captain Nemo and Mina, <laughs> Mina Harker. And they were probably yeah, like... Yeah, it was like the end of Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen assemble. It's like, oh! Oh, please oh. let it be the uh, nondescript invisible man, the not trademark invisible man. <laughs> yeah, that's the please thing. Please let man. it be Skinner, my favorite character. <laughs> oh, I gotta get Skinner. I'm oh, dressing up as Skinner. the guy from the painting, the, the story about the painting that I love oh, so much. Yeah. I think I was supposed to read that in school, but I didn't. He's like a million and a painting at the same yeah. time. The fucking great Gatsby wasn't returning your calls or something. You could, uh, this so st- um there's there is a really there's a there's a great moment um after they walk out to captain nemo's car which again made me do a double take i've got the clip of this check this out this is so funny (laughs) 
What in God's name is that? <laughs> I call it an automobile. Yeah. But what is it? The future, gentlemen. The future. This is my first mate. Call me Ishmael. Please. Ugh. I mean, they didn't have to do him like that. They didn't have to say the call me Ishmael part. I call me Ishmael, and then he dies like five minutes later in the film. Yeah. Giant spear to the gut or whatever he did. That's a problem with fucking public domain <laughs> characters. It's like, we don't know any shit. It's like, let's just bring in whoever. Hey, no, this, guy, this is Jesus yeah. Christ. Cut his head off. No sequel <laughs> for like... him, huh? No sequel. Okay. <laughs> Um, we're they, just using when there's like <laughs> unlimited options and a no ownership. You're just fucking yes. introducing people and killing them. Like, that's such a <laughs> funny idea. So, <laughs> right, we got, look, it's General Custer, Paul Thomas, <laughs> Abraham Betty, Lincoln, Betty, Betty Vampire Moop. Hunter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Betty Page, Betty Poop, <laughs> Memphis uh, Bell. Here we go. Oh, my God. You go deep on that shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> They recruit, so they, the Invisible Man is there. It's not the real Invisible Man. He stole the Invisible Man shit, I guess, because the real one died. And that's, a, if you're watching this movie before you've read the book, I guess that's a spoiler for the book. Um, and then they, they also get Dorian Gray, as Mike alluded to. And they're all there to stop the mysterious Phantom, um, who is the guy who was doing the attacks earlier. Um, and he shows up in Dorian Gray's library that, I mean, is really over the top, even for a Dorian Gray type of guy. He's got the ladder that swings all the way around, and that's actually a weapon for one of the guys when they're shooting guns at him. I'm um, I'm here for this. This is what I'm here for in the movie, though, is like the old study being sprayed up with ironclad machine gun toting yes. faceless uh, baddies. Um, and I think we also this is where we get introduced to Tom Sawyer. <laughs> now this. Yeah. And not, that was bold. And not uh, missed opportunity to play a Rush song here. But <laughs> fucking have having fucking Tom, Tom Sawyer. Played by a guy who I swear to God, it's crazy that he's not. Uh, what's his name from Deadwood? Uh, I thought it was for sure. Uh, I can't think oh. of that either actor's name. The real guy. Yes, I th it's crazy that Shane West is not Timothy Oliphant. That like oh. uh, Timothy that Oliphant could have played fucking Tom Sawyer. So I like that a lot. Yes, yeah. Um, instead, it's just some guy, and <laughs> yeah, he, true. <laughs> that like it is, and I've read it on. IMDb that he because Connery's salary was so high they didn't really have money for the rest of a cast and it's like yeah that makes so much more sense because I was saying like these people got to act with Sean Connery <laughs> <laughs> what a dream these what are dream. people I, who I don't know who any of them are <laughs> I do get the impression Sean Connery was there for like five minutes and then walked away <laughs> as soon as he was done so I don't know yeah. if they were it was like a oh, convivial yeah. atmosphere yeah they were probably talking to a fucking tennis ball on a stick <laughs> most of the time <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, Nemo gets the big Nautilus which I you know I haven't I haven't read any of this shit I'm sorry I'm I'm very poorly read so I assume the big Nautilus is in the book and it's the biggest thing on earth it's this massive yeah, like steampunk yacht that he drives around wherever well, he wants. Well, if you're going to go 20,000 leagues under the sea you're going to need yourself a big ass fucking yacht yeah. sub boat. Marine. Yeah, like really ornate on the outside as well. I don't know yeah, why and you again, would need that. Again, that like sort of like steam, it, it's like all designed like Sylvester Stallone's jewelry. You know, it's all, <laughs> yeah, it's all like gothic Very and like wings ornate. and fangs and wolf right. heads and shit. It's like okay. <laughs> um, they go from there. They they pick up uh, Mister Hyde, who's going crazy in Paris. Um, I feel I was waiting the whole time for them to say 
Mr. Hyde, you ate a bunch of kids, but I don't, they didn't, but I swear that was in the original cut of the movie. Didn't they say that he <laughs> ate kids or something at one point? Or is that Van Helsing that he does that? Because he's in both. You don't know Mr. Hyde? I, I know, know what Mr. Hyde is. <laughs> Did you watch like uh, Mel Blanc cartoons? I feel like that. I feel like so much shit I know uh, in life yeah. that's like classic literature is from Looney Tunes slash The Simpsons, like yep. anything I've ever heard of. Or when like Canon Films that bought the rights to King Solomon's Minds is like right. how I know who Alan Quartermain is. Yeah. Um, the, uh, this this stuff looked bad. This was unfortunate. Like, uh, yeah. The uh, the Jekyll and the what Hyde did? shit. What the, did? <laughs> Hold Hyde, on. Hyde running around on the roof. Like, Ugh. there's some fun stuff. They they it's a little too CG uh, reliant. Yes. But I will say that it, it for O three it looks better than a lot of shit that I find myself watching in twenty in the twenty tens. It essentially looks like a PlayStation three game. It does, um, if you can man. Get yourself I said in that. that. I said that too. Uh, yes. I was like, damn, this looks like some fucking PlayStation ass shit. Especially when the big big monster guy is at the end. It looks like a uh, goddamn hide yeah. squared or whatever. Uh, yeah, on, they bro. go double hide on your ass. Um <laughs> which I didn't even know you could How do. about Dr. Hyde and Mr. Hyde? <laughs> oh that's like someone who just doesn't get like <laughs> yeah, sure we're doing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, losing the loser doctor without any of the <laughs> craziness. It's just two hides. <laughs> two Felixes living yeah. in a house together. No Oscars. <laughs> Uh, they uh so they get him and then dr jekyll says okay that's cool um i'll do your i'll i'll hang out with you guys for the rest of the movie i've got about 100 minutes i can do um <laughs> they they want to stop the phantom from blowing up some big conference in venice and they spend almost no time explaining why that's important or what they're doing at all you don't even think about that for the rest of the movie basically <laughs> because very quickly after that they find flash powder all around um, the Nautilus, which I guess is from cameras. That's how they used to do cameras back then. Folks, it didn't just used to be on your little cell phones, okay? It didn't used to be megapixel this, you know, mega, mega... Yeah, when I took my sweetie to see the Devil's Advocate at the Belmore Playhouse, and we wanted to get a photo taken on the street after fingering her in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It required phosphorus bulbs, a big blanket, a wooden tripod, yep. a, a camera obscura. Oh. <laughs> we had to take a full garage and put a little pinhole of light in a sheet and <laughs> stand there for a and full if you day. Move, and if you move, forget about it. Yep. Oh, bro, you, you, you don't get a gif. It doesn't become a boomerang. <laughs> you can't say click for live. This is real fucking shit. We're talking stereotypes. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> you do kind of sound like you know exactly what you're talking about. Um, man, fingering fell off, though. For real. Low key. Yeah, dude, that's just not something you do deep into your late no 30s when you're married. <laughs> I thought it was so cool too, but now it's like I don't even care. I mean, it it's like it is like video games. Like I, I don't care. I don't have the passion yeah. for fingering or video games as much as I used to. You know, it oh sucks. man, both are alive in my household. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, yeah. so good. What about getting fingered? Where do you put? Where do you land on? <laughs> I think that's something I can do in my forties. Like I think now I'm not <laughs> yeah. ready, but I I need to mature. Some yeah, more. in your in your teens and twenties, you're fingering other people. In your thirties, nobody's fingering anybody. In your forties, <laughs> it's all receiving. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's what they that's what they mean by the digital age. <laughs> Getting um, digits. I love it. Um the uh so they're so the the ship is getting all stolen and stuff basically everyone's like oh my all my cool crap I bought a I, I brought aboard the ship is missing someone's fucking around and who could it be but the invisible man who is a thief of course that's his job so makes sense why they really don't even think about it yeah he's the thief I guess it's him he's invisible he's a thief I don't know why yeah. even they really put it together for you right there it's got to be him uh, a little too convenient however I think and thought at the time as well um they all arrive in Venice. The city is collapsing in their idea. I don't think I would have thought of this. A lot of times I'll think to myself, could I have come up with this plan? And their plan is to go and blow up a building in the middle so that the domino effect stops. And I don't think, I think it would have taken me a really long time to come up with this. I would have just like walked around for a while. I don't. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to know, Jesse. But I think we we would be fine if we were together because I would instantly come up with this. You would. But I would never be able to come up with use the car tracking device as the target <laughs> and then for shooting the flare. But that's something you would come up I with. I could. I could do that. So the part, two of yeah. us together would maybe be able to sort out the Venice shit. But otherwise, <laughs> what a stupid, stupid film this is. <laughs> At this yeah, point. They, they the, are, the amount of fucking uh, eyes of needles that they need to thread yes. to get yes. this fucking plot out. And you're like, and this is just like the sixth set piece that takes place like exclusively yeah. oh, this in is a the, dark night. Yeah, it's, the, it's a fourth yeah. or fifth emergency that we're on in the past right. like half hour of the film. It's like fucking... And they but, all take place like above the roofs of dark <laughs> European yeah. cities of like... Right. And it's like a lot of... Uh, it looks... And this is my complaint with Marvel movies, and this is ostensibly a comic book movie. Right. Like, it it looks a little same, same throughout the entire... After a while, I'm like, it's not enough different. Like, hide on the super hide monster at least was in, like, a different locale, but it still right, just yeah. looked like, you know, a, a, a cutscene, like a fucking... It know, is. It is a cutscene. Hit cut escape scene. until you fucking jump to the next thing. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Um, and you don't, and and actually, you can skip all of the explanation part too, and still get it because even though they tell, <laughs> there's like no mystery to this movie at all, but they explain all of it in painstaking detail um, at all even times. When when the non mystery is solved, they do the like uh, they do like the, the usual suspects thing yeah. and let you see like when they're like it was not it was Dorian Gray, the guy who's been shifty and no one has really connected with at all <laughs> yes. so far. When it's revealed, it's him. They like cut to him doing all the things wrong it's like we know yeah, yeah. this is okay here's a he little bit the of this clip draw the, drew the blood he got the skin he got the, it's like okay, yes this okay right. this is what a little bit of it is this is what it sounds like it's so long <laughs> gentlemen if you're hearing this then every step leading up to it has gone as planned and i've been true to the girls set to me yes it's me dorian as you know by now i'm no loyal son of the empire in fact, my loyalty to Mr. M comes in no small part from his possession of something I hold very dear to my heart. Something I would do anything to regain. You are right. My ears hurt. It's nothing. Everything so far has been misdirection. Sanderson Reed, the assassins in Kenya, the recruitment and mission. I mean, there he go, and he fucking explains like every plot point. <laughs> and it's so weird to me that it's they're not content with just saying. They don't. It's not just that they have to let you hear Dorian Gray because what they're doing in this scene is they're in the middle of this submarine. <laughs> they've picked up a record and started playing it on a phonograph. The and dumbest fucking thing. Okay, the dumbest fucking plot device used for the dumbest reason. Yeah, ever. I, 
but they're not they don't want you just to hear it mike because even though the characters are hearing it they show it to you the <laughs> audience but they show it to you in black and white and with like film grain effects to the extent that it makes you think wait are the people in the scene and seeing and this breaking also the, and he's breaking the fourth wall he's looking directly at me while he's explaining it it's so weird why yeah. would they why would they not just show you them recording it and then why because they're not they can't they don't have a screen in there right well, i'll I don't, tell you what fucking wandavision ripped this whole fucking thing <laughs> off <laughs> everyone talking about wandavision revolutionized the comedy. oh well yep. this is the same shit as lxg as we call it yep yep i guess you guys didn't know about norrington's film techniques okay it's some very pretty serious stuff um, I feel like if I was like into into this movie, I would be hyped to learn that Dorian Gray was the bad guy because he had like he seems to have like the lamest powers and personality. Yes. Yes. But because this movie is like everyone's powers and personality seem to be lame, <laughs> you're like you're like oh, I wish everyone was kind of a bad guy. <laughs> uh, honestly. On, uh, <clears throat> Nemo is the coolest character just yeah. because he looks different and yes. he is he does martial arts and like that's the part that's choreographed well. Yes, he's Batman basically, except for he has an army of guys that are just totally dispensable <laughs> yeah. and they just line up and get yeah. fucking shot all cool. the time. Yeah, he's got a fucking so he's got a Nautilus full of red shirts of cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's wild and then he busts out the sword He's going absolutely crazy on these guys. I love. I mean, he's like doing like like fucking spin kicks and shit through the air. It's wild yeah. what they make him do. Was that in I the book? Then <laughs> oh, I gotta read this book. <laughs> okay, I fucking, fucking love karate. Down on the fucking ocean floor doing spin kicks and shit. Or what yeah, dude, he, he famously fucking uh, busts out eight nunchucks <laughs> to fight an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the the point of this. The point of this thing where, I mean, the balls of having the guy show up and say, that's right, it's me, Dorian Gray, as the audience sees Dorian Gray for the 45th time is so funny. Um, and they and they and they've kind of half brought up the pic the portrait too. Yes. Like they're like soft, like and just in case you don't remember, he's like a guy <laughs> who needs the portrait to live or something. <laughs> like they're they're not even positive what the rules of the portrait are, but they know <laughs> they can't just bring out this portrait in the third act and expect. Ever so they're like, yes. Well, he's got the portrait, and he's like, enough, you know. And they like <laughs> touch the portrait, so you're like, yeah, we can't just pull out Chekhov's portrait when we it's, get to the fucking third act. It is like a pro wrestling level of storytelling where yes. they are they're not content with you like just assuming that you get it as if the person at home is going like oh my god what the fuck Lex Luger's bad now what the shit and then they have to say well don't worry it's because of this 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 and to this, be fair know? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is easily like a TNT off-brand wrestling night, like <laughs> indie wrestling night it sounds just like it <laughs> you're, dude Jesse you're right the, the wrestling energy is real for this because it, they do seem to like cut promos that catch you up on the narrative. They're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, they're uh, they've abducted scientists and they're blah 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 blah, and they uh, that's how they have blah 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 blah. Yes. It's like, Are you ready, brother? I'll see you <laughs> yeah. at SummerSlam. We will fight in the third act of this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they they explain the plot, but it's not just to catch you up. It's also to let loose a an uh, an imperceptible sound. You can you you heard Mr. Hyde reacting yeah. to it in the mirror. He uh, Jekyll can see Hyde in the mirror and vice versa, <laughs> which is kind of a fun uh, trick. I do like that device. That's kind of a fun way to do That's that. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, also, Hyde is like sometimes Hyde seems like an insane monster. Also, sometimes he seems equally as smart as Doctor Jekyll. 
Um, just a beefcake. Yeah, yeah he's just like tell. really strong. It's like you should actually yeah, be this guy all the time. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> he's like, oh, I want to tear, you know, I want to tear up your whole apartment. And then other times he's like, uh, oh, actually, I'm going to tell you how the best way to do something is. It's like, can you make up your mind and either be helpful or be yeah. rude? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's, well, that's, that's actually the magic of the character, Mike. Yeah. And, you know, pick up a book. Um <laughs> But he's so he's releasing this sound that activates again technology that is probably doesn't exist now. <laughs> um, the sound activates crystals and the crystals break and then that explodes a bunch of bombs all over the ship that Gray has planted, um, almost sinking the massive Nautilus. Um, and also he's explaining to them that he is stealing all their powers to create a super army um, and they're going to go down with the ship. But Hyde saves them. Due to for some reason caring, um, and he is he he's I don't know whatever he does. It's all about pressure and stuff. But anyways, he saves the submarine, and from there, um, let's see, Skinner, the guy we thought was the bad guy, even though at this point it's not a reveal that he's not the bad guy because we just saw who the bad guy is. Um, he says, "Don't worry, I'm not the bad guy. I'm here to help." He I'm not away. the textbook. I'm not Claude Rains, the Invisible Man. I can't, <laughs> I'm, I'm also not the Red Herring. Wink. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> sending the message over Morse code. Hey, by the way, just to catch everybody up, I've been gone for a little while. You know. Um, and uh, let's see. He's he stowed away with M and Gray, and they're sailing to where else but Mongolia, of course. Um, and we see this massive fortified factory it's like a castle it's like the biggest building on earth i would think it's it's huge and he's uh m has all these captured scientists there they're like they invented automatic we we, we kind of glossed over it but like they're the only people with automatic weapons and they're absolutely terrifying for like quartermain <laughs> who uses a blunder bus yeah uh, but we yeah. but like it it does work it is like a fun way to be like you know it does it does feel like uh proto fast and the furious where it's like how do we like we've established that these guys are absolutely badass how do we like set them up to be threatened in any in any kind of danger and it's like i guess we have to invent technology and in this case that's what they did it's like they've got their uh, fucking vibranium fucking you know yeah of course at this point in the movie it's like who cares if they (laughs) you know well and we're gonna cut that audio of mike in at numerous (laughs) points into this episode because Unfortunately, <laughs> hey, we thank you for coming to record the director's commentary. But <laughs> I'm just you could say that every six minutes. Yeah. This movie. <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad he saw this one, Gavers. I'm just glad he watched. He sat down and watched this one. I can tell he watched it because he doesn't care about it. Whereas if he hadn't watched it, he might have pretended to care about the movie. So that would be a giveaway. Um, like that's the power this movie has. It's like ooh, it, it makes you want to watch it, but it's. It's just bad enough that you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, I'll watch. It is like such a low mental lift to watch it that you're like, yes. okay, I'll watch it. Then you're like, oh, now I got to like get up and get pumped about it. How the fuck do I do that? <laughs> but I, again, I did enjoy. Now I might have, you know, timed and uh, timed and measured measured the ultimate dosage of edible release and all sure. that. I might have like really just. Uh, you know, grease the groove on that one. But I didn't. This is when I got bored in the movie is this part. I wasn't bored yet. I was like having fun. I love gathering the team yes. m- moments in movies, no matter what they are. So even if it is all 
shit and it's like seems like fucking high school english homework where it's yeah. like, uh-huh. and don't forget holden caulfield and uh <laughs> philip perrip but you can call him pip just <laughs> gathering people from <laughs> george and lenny are here right i want to pet the rabbits nemo george gotta shoot fucking lenny in the head with an auto <laughs> just fill this movie up with all the shit you had to read in high school yeah, just so ready fun. player one this fucking thing just yeah, go back exactly. and bring all these guys in there island of the blue dolphins <laughs> yeah hatchet fucking Peter. Right. Pan, yeah, is Peter Pan? Can we get Peter Pan in here? Fucking Hopalong Cassidy was that a real guy? Or was it, was it, was it I saw the Invisible Man hanging out in Peter Pan's bedroom last night. So, <laughs> all right, we gotta talk to you, you fucking sicko. <laughs> um, the factory, yeah, the factory's not just to steal their powers; it's also to build this army, and it. They really show that they're building robots and don't mention it at all. Um, but they show that they're building robots. They show that they're building not one Nautilus, but in a very funny twist, eight Nautiluses. As yeah, it, when, just a massive fuck a you to Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they go like they're building a Nautilus, it's like, actually, it's not a lie. They're making eight. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, at that point, just pick any number. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why like stop two eight? through a million is as dumb to me. So yeah. <laughs> eight is like perfectly dumb. It's like too dumb. Just to see the like Nemo so crestfallen. He's like, damn, I worked like a really long time yeah, on the one. I thought I had like the ship, and you guys already <laughs> copied it four times or whatever. Um, they infiltrate the facility fairly easily. Uh, Mina turns into a bunch of bats. Um, I guess the Invisible Man like knocks a guy out and walks in, and the other ones just, I think, maybe just go through a door. I'm not really sure what they do. Um, uh, we got a couple of great lines from Hyde here, who is actually very funny in the movie, I think. He he has two great lines. Um, he uh, See, Nemo comes up to him and says, I think we've got a lot of trouble here. And he goes, trouble? I call it sport. And that's uh, I'm I'm, that's so, I'm so tired of the quippy the the witty <laughs> retorts and the like because they're all so bad especially like Sean Connery's stuff and stuff Sucks he's so bad yeah well he's not really there uh, he's not he's, he's not <laughs> they present CGI'd um, him in from most of the movie <laughs> yeah the CGI of Sean Connery looks really bad <laughs> it's weird that they they just use his Highlander footage <laughs> it's like he's like fifteen years younger randomly. right <laughs> um he also Hyde also says. I think this is while while he's holding a big door that all of the guys are shooting at and the bullets are bouncing off and hitting them. Um, he says, Nemo, get the scientists, which is the kind of uh, brainy dialogue that this movie has in it. Um, <laughs> that That is like this, this, this kind of reeked of like video game, like where you're yeah. like, I don't fully know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm supposed to go in that direction. And these guys are <laughs> facing me. So I'm supposed to kill them, but I've skipped like the dialogue enough where I don't right. know what's going on. And so, but, and literally the ADR lines are like, get the scientists. It's like, yes. pick up the body armor. It's just like the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can tell that, that they're big, wearing body armor, that, that the big cauldron is glowing. So I can tell I'm supposed to put the bomb there, but it's like, right. I don't really know what I do after that. How do I explode the bomb? I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure why the bomb is going there and what that's going to stop the cauldron from doing. <laughs> it's really funny because me and my friends are playing uh, Path of Exile on Steam right now. Just, yeah. I have these East Coast buddies that we try to find 
easy games to play over Zoom. Yeah. And we've been playing. And we were like, we had been playing for like two hours. And we we're just like steamrolling through. It's like, okay, find the submerged captain, find the blah, blah, you know, just that stupid video game shit. And we we're yes. like, usually we know why or like, it's like, this game is yeah. so bad and so paper thin. We're just like, go that way, kill that thing that has an exclamation point on its head. Yeah. Who cares? Normally, like Diablo, it's like, and you <laughs> must protect your child. And you're like, I get it. This game yeah. is just like, so that's how I kind of feel like in this movie where it's like normally I would care about the beats, but this is like a speed run of like it skip, is. skip, 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 fight, cool, 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 yeah. bats, got it, <laughs> yeah. skip, 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 skip. It just keeps going on and on. Yeah, and you're like, on. Jesus Christ, how long is this? It's like <laughs> Instagram stories like of your friend who's like, I'm IG storying a fucking live stream of a TV <laughs> show tonight. And you're like, they have like a thousand dots. And you're like, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> leave <the> story now. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's that's essentially exactly right because you do forget by this point that there is a bad guy in the movie and his name is the Phantom. Um, because now he is revealed to be, uh, and wait, we know it's M already, but what we don't know is that M is Moriarty. So we have a double reveal on the bad guy, <laughs> which hits like a fucking ton of bricks. Does not go over at all. There, uh, I almost wasn't able to do the stream because I after this reveal I couldn't watch. I had to like <laughs> shut the movie off. <laughs> I, had to, I, I fucking had to pull the blackout shades down. I just need to lie down, put a cold yeah. compress on my head. And my wife is like, aren't you supposed to finish this movie? It's like, I don't know, babe. I'm fucking inside out emotionally right now. <laughs> you can tell it sucks really bad because, again, they're not confident that the audience has understood what has taken place. Yes! Because he gives himself a nickname. And I've got this clip. This is so funny. Do not move, Rem. Or would you prefer Professor... James Moriarty. Hmm? James Moriarty. The so-called Napoleon of crime. That man died at Reichenbach <laughs> Force. He died, and I was reborn. Watch out! Watch out. <laughs> Can't protect you all the time. That, did you, listeners who heard the audio there, that's what I'm yes. talking about, cutscene shit. It's really like, <laughs> look yeah. out! Look out! <laughs> it's like uh, literally, fucking low res fucking renderings of random action. Like, what were they trying to accomplish with the dialogue here? Because it sounded to me like they wanted it to be a reveal that M was Moriarty and that Sean Connery knew that. And then the guy seems to initially deny it by saying, "Ah, oh, the so-called Napoleon of crime." He's dead, but I'm him. Like, what the? We're on a fucking yo-yo, man. This is ah, insane. The classic quadruple um, negative. He's, he's dead. He's dead. I breathe a sigh of relief, and I, and it's me also. And I killed him no, as well. What? <laughs> but he um, lives on forever in spirit and body here as me. The dead belief now alive. Reminder of this dead life. And you can Got see it? Sean Connery's arm just like the gun like lowering and he's like tired. turning going into his mouth <laughs> as Moriarty keeps explaining how they're connected in this movie. The so-called the so Napoleon of crime aka Sherlock's biggest rival oh aka a, like what is Napoleon why would I, of crime? What is that? I don't know that? what that is. He's Wasn't the shortest he... criminal. <laughs> also, didn't Napoleon do some crimes? Probably. <laughs> it I might be. You might. I don't Napoleon know. Napoleon the crime might have just been what did Napoleon. Napoleon. Do I don't know. I don't. I wish you hadn't challenged me on it. I don't. Dan, know. Dan, can we uh, check out on what Napoleon did, please? And give yeah, back to just us anything later on the. Episode? Thank you. Okay. Yeah, take no your time. 
Dan's masturbating. We'll get back to um, the so they they get so they they're doing all their little individual battles. They've split up for unknown reasons. Um, he escapes. Uh, M escapes from Quartermain and Sawyer as Mina confronts Dorian Gray. Now they it's been hinted that they're sort of lovers. So this this quarrel takes on an additional layer here, and it's really um uh good. And uh, I've got a <laughs> I've got a clip of this it's as they're hot, fighting each dude, other. Say it. It's fucking hot, dude. <laughs> It is hot. There's <laughs> so much passionate. tension between the <laughs> actors. Um, you can tell this is one they were they were like clear the set for this because it's going to get very very steamy. Um, and they can't. This is the thing, guys. They can't be killed. So this fight you're about to hear is just pissing in the wind. Oh, the bedroom, Mina. Does it give you memories or ideas? Ideas. If that had been permanent, I'd have been very upset. When he gets hit in the nuts. I hoped I'd get to nail you one more time. Ugh. I didn't think it'd be literally. <laughs> Very happy with himself. I was hoping it would be in your pussy. But instead. Whoa! Whoa! Dorian! Sorry, I'm an old creep in a portrait in an attic, so That's forgive true. me for being a little bit of having antiquated beliefs about women's I agency cool and the sexual I dynamics. Was, I didn't know. I'm not You I'm forget not how old, old he from, is. I mean, I'm from even longer ago than now. <laughs> Think about how long it's been since he fingered somebody. He has not fingered anyone in such a long fucking time. He was just excited to get out there again. Um... So from here, the action gets really, like, uh, boring. Um, Sawyer, Tom Sawyer, who, by the way, is in the U.S. Secret Service, um, which is really an unknown, you don't, you don't need to know that detail. It's not important at all. Um, he gets attacked by a different invisible man, then a flamethrower guy, and then the original, not the original, the but the original one from guy, this movie. The flamethrower guy really hit, like, a video game, right? That yes. felt like... That felt like, oh, a shit, mini, mini boss, boss dude. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It really felt like where it's like, because it's nameless, faceless guy, but you know <laughs> oh, he's, he's visibly going to be difficult. Oh, yes. He's, he's yeah. visibly different than the other guys we've seen on screen. And this that's another thing. And uh, I forget it was this film or another one of these goddamn films you had me watch. But, uh, <laughs> uh, all the bad guys are like these plain, colorless blobs of gray or black or whatever. Yeah. And the, yeah. Uh, the, the only characters that stand out are like, where wearing these flashy clothes and stuff. And it's just so funny how they it's, just cycle through these bad guys all the time. Well, that's the thing is the, the Skinner does get burnt up by this, but I guess seems okay. Yeah, um, he's and fine later on. I don't know. He like um, runs away on fire. Like he has a hero moment, but they like don't let it play out really, no. I guess. No, they, like, they make him away. go like, eh. this movie. This movie is like two hours long and they cut out there from like the one, ca- <laughs> the one character who hasn't been annoying yet. Because yeah. they haven't been that visible. We, right. we like eliminate their hero moment. That would have been a great moment for us all to just chill. This this fight with the flamethrower guy did make me realize the movie. Sl- I wish the movie slowed itself down like at the end of the first act yes. and kind of hit like a uh, Prince of uh, Prince of Thieves type pace where we got to see the league like here's the six of us fight this one battle together or solve this one crime it instantly turns everyone's and everyone splits and it's like a little they're trying to do too much yeah i would love to just see like i'm a i'm fucking old school comic book x-men dude i just and uh role-playing guy i just want to see like the team do team shit like that yeah. you set up the movie 
you can make a million movies if you just have a good cast set up these interesting uh, characters, which you are supposed to have with the IP. <laughs> Ideally, you would have that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then oh, did you see you if you fucking... watch? Hey, speaking of iconic characters, did you catch when uh, in the background there was a uh, Rin Tin Tin in one time? I don't know if you saw that. It's huge for the fans. <laughs> I was, I was too busy going ape shit and I thought someone was named Dante at one point. Like, that, is that the guy who wrote the Inferno? <laughs> that's okay. That's good that you noticed that. I actually didn't notice that because that's the guy who drinks too much because now uh, Dr. Jekyll has to have his mini boss fight. He fights against one of the baddies who drinks too much potion. That is Dante. And I didn't know who that was, but I guess he's been around for the whole thing. I, I don't know. They all yeah. look the same. Uh, and then funny. This is another and again, early comic book movie. But this trope here is something that I think would ruin later comic book movies too. A little bit is the bad guy being like sort of the same power uh, world yes. or origin for as the good guy, right? Where it's like Superman's got to fight another fucking Superman, yeah. you know? Like yeah. I don't want to see Hyde fight another Hyde. I want to see Hyde fight a bunch of big spiders or something. Like I yes. want to see Hyde smash stuff. Yeah, like, I don't like, want to see Hulk versus Abomination. I want to see Hulk versus something that isn't just a big strong guy going one on one. Well, they all do this though, don't they? Captain America doesn't he have to fight a or Hulk has to fight a guy who's another Hulk? I know in the yeah. is that the Eric Bana one or is that the other one? I can't remember. But then it's there's the uh, Ed Norton one where he has to fight the Abomination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And of course that's from the comics. But it's like maybe there should be a guy who's like not just a palette swapped <laughs> version of this just guy. Just a regular guy. Okay. <laughs> Can you just fight a guy a with like a gun? <laughs> it's just him. Versus Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> <laughs> the Everyman. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny about this movie too? This movie takes place in a time when the bad guys could foreseeably be Nazis or like Nazi. Right. They are they are Nazi like al allegories or analogs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we we talk about this on Action Boys a lot. Like the fact that where people are afraid to make Nazis bad guys in movies. It's like, just, we yeah. can't, it's gotta be Hydra. We can't yeah. just kill Nazis. There's, it's like, okay. I mean, yeah. I guess you don't want to make a Marvel movie where it's like Captain America's pissed because they killed 6 million Jews. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's a little too it. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adolf Hitler getting fucking punched out by Black Widow. Right. I kind of would like to see it. I guess I wouldn't like to see the YouTube video of the audience reacting when it happens because I don't know how it would make me feel. But I right. think the I think maybe <laughs> they could afford to do some of that type of shit rather than just like yeah. There's a there's a Captain America guy who got a hold of the serum after it went generic and it's like it worked just the same active ingredients, but you know it's like he's a bad guy, so it works more or something. That's yeah, like yeah, not the dark super side of the forest rules. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, that's funny. Weirdly, now that I'm saying this too, we haven't seen a lot of Nazis as bad guys in movies, but we have seen a prevalence of Nazis in real life. And I yeah. wonder it's because they're not being bad guys in movies enough. <laughs> like, Maybe it's time. I think we need to just remind everyone that it's like it's not vague Middle Eastern terrorists to be the bad guys in action movies. Yeah. Why don't we just kill? And Nazis are still around. You don't even have to make a period piece anymore. You just yeah. make a fucking mil a militia of Nazis that is your bad guy that fucking so-and-so has to fight. Hell, maybe find some real ones and hire them. I mean, for crying out loud, they can't get a job anywhere else, these yeah, poor sons of bitches. left and right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's get Ben Shapiro in here to write a movie for... Uh... <laughs> Um, 
So he fights the the big guy. The, the big guy tries to stab him with a with an icicle, um, and it doesn't uh, work. And then the whole building falls down. Icicle breaks immediately because of course <laughs> it's ice. Why would you try to? Yeah, put, it's stab not as, somebody with more. It's not strong. Um, did Did you think that they were gonna give Nemo? Like a, a a hero moment here where he was going to like save Hyde in some way. Be, like they definitely walked away from something very easy. And look, I'm not trying to be woke guy, but it's like you have one POC character. You have like one person right. of color in this movie. Yeah, it's right and right up there. He's like, all right, Hyde, I'm going to try to save you. And it's like, yeah. give him this. That nothing matters. The stakes in this movie are untrackable. Yeah. So just let this fucking guy. <laughs> let like, cut his arm no off. one knows yeah. or cares what's going on. Let's give <laughs> Nemo a fucking victory here. It would be great. <laughs> Especially because all of his. His shit gets fucked up in this movie, by the way. All of his shit gets totally fucking destroyed. Like, he's back at yeah, square one. Yeah, no one talks one, about you know? how he got this fucking shit. Like, oh, sorry, Tom Sawyer, like, yeah. lost his fucking weird limo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he tried. That would be awesome, by the way, if he was like, hold on one second, and he came raging out with, like, a wooden raft. With, like, <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of fucked up. He's like, I invented the car. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and then he was like, oh, we destroyed the fucking car. And then I was like, right. oh, I, got, I invented this badass boat and it's like oh this it's like now it's being crushed dude why because <laughs> we put this big fucking suicide steroid monster on here it's gonna fucking yeah. trash the thing sorry well did you keep thanks Nemo the... for the ride we are so glad you drove us here <laughs> can you risk your fucking life and limb and all your well-being for us and all of your homies by the way they're all gone yeah. like they're shot up they're hey, dead hey thanks so much for helping oh, us how out how do you feel how do you, you feel might... if you're like Nemo's first mate you're like loving working on the submarine with this guy you're like this guy's a real hero I'm his right hand man and then six absolute freaks roll up and you're like, well, I definitely just got bumped to the bottom of the call sheet. I think fucking Dracula lady and invisible man over there are going to be a little higher than me on the, on the roll call. Um, well, they, they wrap it up extremely quickly after this. Um, Quartermain is about to execute Moriarty. The bombs go off and then he runs away. Um, Sawyer, uh, so Quartermain saves Sawyer instead of himself, um, and gets stabbed in the back, and then Sawyer takes that final shot from way too far away, uh, getting Moriarty in the back, and his, all the samples fall of the, the, all their powers, they fall into the water, they're completely gone, and unfortunately Quartermain succumbs to his wounds, um, and then the last scene, which you guys may have turned it off by this point. Wait, real quick, before we get to the last scene, because we have a great moment for Tom Sawyer here. We see his character fully develop into someone who can shoot really far. Yeah. Yeah. This was his his Joseph Campbell story arc for this movie. Will he be able to shoot far? He shoots fast. And he shoots well, but can he he shoot He doesn't take his time. And after after the one lesson he gets from Sean Connery's character, after the one half lesson of, not of la- yeah, not one lesson, one line of not one even, lesson. It's yeah. not even anything. It's like take, it, it, one says, line take your away. time. <laughs> the guy's like, I'm in the Secret Service. I have taken a lot of time yeah, to this I'm like point. An that scene reeks here. of like when you get old enough to realize your dad wasn't that good at baseball either. You know, like, <laughs> when you were like, like, oh, no wonder why my dad's notes or feedback were always like, uh, yeah, really, like dig in with your heels. You know, like, what? <laughs> And he's like, I have no fucking idea. I was not good at this one. <laughs> yeah. But when you're he, a kid, so you're like, my dad's the best. And then you get to be like 15. And you're like, dad, when you were, he was like, shut up, shut up. I don't want to talk. Yeah, about it. <laughs> I was screwed. I'll never be athletic. And it's actually your fault. Well, we have a line of unathletic people. <laughs> um, the final scene is, uh, I mean, fucking extremely bizarre. I took away from this 
So they're at Quartermain's funeral, and then a shaman from Kenya comes up and is like chanting and oh, like doing God. a ritual over the grave. And then the storm rolls in, and the the rifle begins to shake. And is that supposed to mean he's bringing him back to life? Is that fucking crazy? Is that make him the bad guy, like Zombie Quartermain in I the don't second know. movie, or is he back and he's a good guy? The one thing I do know is that the dance and all that stuff was culturally sensitive and exactly specific yeah. to that person's <laughs> culture. Yeah. I'm, pos- I'm positive of that. I'm positive this wasn't fly by the seat of their pants. Uh, yeah, let's get an <laughs> Italian guy with a tan to come dance around in a fucking uh, thong. Yeah, it is It is cool when several white characters are saying to each other, they say Mother Africa would never let him die. And you just accept that. <laughs> uh, who, That's Alan awesome. Quartermain, the colonist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also the nemo breakdown here is like i will i want to see the world now was any an adventure around the world does any one of you guys want to come with me yeah and maybe we can make another movie <laughs> like God. it's like it's so soft it's like so not everybody was not, there everybody was there in that scene you had the everybody creative co- like a copyright free character was there yeah just the idea of a monster was there or something in the background <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's yeah, blue radley walks <laughs> out of the for, i mean the, uh, gone with the wind uh, lady that scarlett o'hara she was there um, she got the medal like chewbacca at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Old, old yeller is there <laughs> gunshot in its fucking head um so that's how they end it um let's why don't we give it a review out of 10 what's a good thing out of 10 to give this um vials of uh, vials of powers yeah i don't know yeah also a funny thing is like if three of your characters need to like drink something to get their power it's like i don't know what just that, yeah. shake one up a little bit it's like funny, an allegory for performance enhancing drugs here right <laughs> um i think so like i said this is this movie to me is a great one to have on in the background um my kid watched it with me she's nine she was watching it and i was like i was trying to keep her up on it and she was noticing that it was a little violent and it is it is kind of violent um and it's a little bit nasty but i think it went over her head so if you got kids hey sit them down and introduce them to some crazy uh, characters from literature you know yeah i um for me this one has got to be right around i'm gonna say this is a solid eight out of ten vials of power fluid um, pretty good, pretty good. Could have tightened it up a little bit in some spots, and maybe if the CGI didn't look like early, early PS3, like some weird Rayman shit, um, <laughs> then maybe we would have enjoyed it a little bit more. I don't know. What about you, Mike? Man, I gotta say, this one was a gigantic waste of time. Um, <clears throat> uh, I did not enjoy it at all. I feel like I would give it probably three vials of uh, cum or whatever you said out, okay. of t- out of ten because it was uh, not an enjoyable experience for me. That's still not that bad. Not that bad. Out of of 10, it would be a 10 for me if we got to see the director's cut where Tom Sawyer does have N-word Jim with him the whole time. And they're referring to him by his full name the whole time. And I know they had to be like, maybe we should cut this if we want to make this a PG-13 movie. So uh, because my favorite literary character, N-word Jim, wasn't there... (laughs) I'm going to have to go with, um, I'm going to give it seven potions out of, seven power skill potions out of ten. Very good. Excellent. There actually was a, I think, probably insensitive or racist character cut from this. I think it's, is it the Fu Manchu or something like that oh, that was yeah. cut from this oh, movie? Oh, um, sure. That's, so uh, that was probably better. That's for the <laughs> yeah. best. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So uh, we, we've got a little bit of time for a very stupid idea I came up with. Another thing I saw on Wikipedia, because I don't look, they didn't do that much, much research for the movie. I'm not doing that much research for the podcast. So no, I did fuck that. <laughs> I did see that at some point uh, the year the movie was released, a couple of screenwriters, Larry Cohen and Martin Pohl, sued Fox for allegedly ripping off their idea for a similar film based on an ensemble cast of public domain literary characters. Um, I didn't look up who they wanted to put in the movie because it makes no difference. Maybe it was a lot of the same guys. Um, <laughs> but as a huge fan of the idea of smushing a bunch of book guys into a movie in a way that does not depend on familiarity with their respective origins, I have designed my own League of Extraordinary Gentlemen style film using all new characters from the world of literature. I'll give you a set of clues about how they would fit into the expanded universe and you must determine the character. Okay, so uh, Gabrus, I'm going to give you the first clue on this character and see if you can guess it. Okay. Number one, now that Nemo's ride is all fucked up, maybe they can take his car. Hey, everybody else does. Everybody else does. Yeah. And I will say, I'll call you John. I won't I won't call you Gabe. <laughs> yeah, I no, I didn't give you permission. Yeah. I, will, I will say that <laughs> I fucking looked, weirdo. I looked at these <laughs> questions beforehand. I didn't retain any of the information, which is why it's still fair. <laughs> okay. That's right. Thank you. But uh the questions uh do not make sense. Okay, okay, well, they're, they're clues, not questions, so okay. you definitely didn't right. retain any All aspect right. of it. All right. <laughs> Your clue will make a little more sense to the character, but yeah, the first one is a little bit hard. Gabe, you got any, you got any guesses on that I got, one? I, 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 there's no penalty for a wrong no, guess. No, not huh? of course not. And there's no reward for getting it right either. Uh, Fred Schneider from the B-52s. Oh, wow. I think that's, that probably, that's probably pretty close, actually. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, Mike, your clue. Whatever you do, keep him away from the pool. He'll be pushing up daisies. In no time. Mm. Oh, I okay. So was this someone who drowned, and and then someone? So does my clue go with? The, the it's the same clue? guy, yeah. Okay. Same guy, yeah. So there's the somebody, car guy and also the car, pool. Yeah, and he drowned in the pool. Right. Um, I don't know. You don't know. Okay, no. Gabrus, I'll give you the final clue. Pass. Although it sounds like you've got it already. Yeah, um, I got it. It would be great to have this wealthy guy in the crew to finance all their crazy missions. Oh, wait. Now I know it. <laughs> what do you think? Wow. Wait, it's it's Hoke Colburn. Uh, <laughs> driving, is that Morgan Freeman's name in Driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> that's, that's, actually, that's actually insane. It is not that. Um, but that's crazy that that has, that's a perfectly valid interpretation of my stupid set of clues from a guy who did not read either book. Um, Mike, do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, it's the great Gatsby, right? What is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Jay Gatsby from didn't the great the Gatsby. Didn't read the book. I didn't <laughs> that either. Makes, that makes way more sense. But Daisy. All right. Yes. No, yes. I don't think it makes more sense. I think it makes equal amounts of sense, which is. I think Driving Miss Daisy was a good guess. That's an There's excellent cost. guess. That's excellent. I had to look up his name. I was like, I think it's like a, a weird name. Can you imagine how confused I was reading the questions beforehand and not knowing that they all went together and thinking that they were different? Yeah, and it, and we'll repeat again. They are clues. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a second character here, Mike. You'll go first on this one. Uh, again, these all these the next three of these all go together, and they're clues, not questions. And this is a character from literature. Number one, he'd probably be happy to join the cast if you woke him up in the middle of the night. Okay. Dracula. Okay, well, Dracula is in Van Helsing. He couldn't be in cast of characters. That would make no sense. So that's not, <laughs> no, that's not right. Okay. Um, 
Gabrus, clue number two, good luck getting this guy to spring for first class. Spring for first class. Waking up in the middle of the night, maybe a little tight-fisted <laughs> as well, this guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's stupid. Look, it is. It's stupid. It's no, no, I, it's I, not I'm not stupid. saying it's not. Don't worry. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> don't, no, I don't want you to think I don't think it's stupid. I agree. It is stupid, but that doesn't mean I don't want to try hard to get it right. But yes, I'm well aware this is dumb. Don't worry. I'm just in, I'm into it. Uh, it's just more of a sign of how dumb I am than anything else. I could not. I was asking my wife these and she got them immediately. And I was like, mm, I can't tell if that's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> you should have asked your kids and if they got it. Uh, <laughs> middle of the night, tight fit. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge is right. Yes. Terrific. Look at that. Wow. That? Is that? Why would he be happy in the middle of the night to wake up? In because the he's of the night? waking up anyways because of the ghosts. He can't have dreams. He wasn't fucking happy about it. He wasn't like fucking thanks well, for waking Well, he was after you. After the third the ghost told him what was up, right, he was like, now, "Oh, that's cool." The ghost stuff is done on December twenty sixth. You think he's, you're going to be ha he's going to be happy? If okay, you wake okay. Him up I'm sorry. No, I'll start again. again. Clue number one: It's Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> What's your guess, Mike? Is that what you fucking oh, want? It has to be. It has to be a little bit of a fucking thing. <laughs> um, okay. Finally, uh, I couldn't think of a third guy from literature because uh, I'm very <laughs> stupid. So why don't we do a video after, game guy after instead? Jay Gatsby and Scrooge, two titular <laughs> characters. <laughs> Those are two of the most the mainstream guys. books of history. <laughs> the main guys. I'm tapped. Um, uh, all I had left was Tom from Tom and Jerry, but apparently that's not real. <laughs> so for this one, it's a guy from a video game, not okay. from a book. Okay. Um, video game, sort of the books of this century, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> clue number one, Gabrus, this is to you. He's used to teaming up with characters from other things and fighting with them. So a video game guy who is familiar with teaming up with characters from so this is this hmm. is this would be this would be familiar territory for this character okay you say to him look I've got a bunch of different characters from from different worlds and he okay. says you Mega don't even Man have to is my guess Mega Man a good guess but not quite okay, okay. clue number two Mike yeah. he might not have many powers to start just depends on what he eats. So he teams up with people and he eats stuff and gets powers. That way That's right. Be, uh, I don't know anybody who eats stuff and gets powers from it. Besides, uh, who's that guy? Kirby, the big uh, marshmallow guy. Okay, that's a good. That's a really good guess, and I'm actually yeah. seeing now how the clues are too general, and you're both <laughs> technically correct, but it's not who I thought of when I was thinking about this. So for the final clue, Gabrus, he might even bring his brother along, unless yeah, he's in another castle. That's fuck? right, Mario, Mario. What the fuck? What? <laughs> he likes to pair up with other video game characters. That's your pitch. Who does he video game characters? Who does Mario like, team up with? I guess Luigi. Is he in Smash Brothers? He's in I don't Smash know. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, he's in Smash Brothers. Come Along on. with, to be fair, 30 other characters. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Mega Man and Kirby, specifically. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. um, so that's, okay, so that was stupid. Um, finally, we've got a few questions from listeners in a segment we call the Peanut Gallery. Um, this is from Hank from Twitter who says, if you were Sir Sean Connery and you realized how bad League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was, and that's just his opinion, 
Uh, would you also quit acting forever? Um, Gabriel, you're the only actor I've ever spoken to, probably. So, <laughs> if you're if you're in something that comes out like this, are you going to hang them up? Uh, n- no, I've been in things worse than this already, and I haven't <laughs> even started my career, so I I can't really say that, or else I should have quit at birth. But uh, <laughs> acting begins at conception, so right. uh, I'm in. I'm 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 never giving up. Uh, I might go home and tee off on my wife if I was in a movie like this. <laughs> right. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to make light of domestic abuse, but fuck Sean Connery for being openly cool with hating women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah more like than a, one interview, I feel like. Right. He's like a bad guy, huh? <laughs> he was a bad guy, and he died on Halloween, which means, I mean, he goes to hell, I guess. Yeah. Probably yeah, if you die happens. on Halloween. That's what happens. Know, all the ghoulies. Um, I don't think I would quit either. I think this would be fun. I mean, I guess the main thing for Connery is like he realized he couldn't like maybe you don't make as much money after that. Like the movie you were in did bad. You're no longer bankable or whatever. But he was also like very old at the time. So like how yeah. much more money do you need than 18 million dollars given yeah. to you like when you're 67 years old? Like at that point, like slow your life down enough that 18 mil can take you to right. death. safely. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um Finally, Sean from Twitter asked, Dorian Gray and Tom Sawyer weren't in the original book, and the movie's plot was almost entirely different. I, I, uh, so I guess in the original, I'm assuming it was a comic. It was a comic, but it wasn't also a book. I can't imagine. Um, but I don't maybe know it was. about that. Um, yeah. But the if the plot was entirely different without those two characters in it, I don't know why, because they didn't really do anything uh, particular to them. It could have been anybody. Um what boring book would you turn into a movie? Which random characters would you add, and what would the new plot be? Do you, do you even? I mean, we just now we just went over our uh, familiarity with books in general, so it may be a little yeah. bit light. But is there, like, is there a book that you think calls out for a movie treatment that is not very? I mean, because now it's all comic books. But is there As like say, a, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. My pitch. Yeah. <laughs> My original idea wait, is wait. I think they should make Lord of the Rings in the movie. <laughs> wait, uh, Gabrus, you know, I'm, I'm going to just call you that from now on. Did, yeah, you, that's did, cool, you, isn't it? did you hear the Max Landis uh, Lord of the Rings? What was it, Jesse? Oh, it was a, it yeah. Was a Max Landis script for. Uh... Oh, man. What, what was, was that? It? He had some idea. It was like, was it something <laughs> in the future or something like that? Let me see if I can see what yeah. Right. Yeah, right. he, wrote, he Bright. wrote that movie. Bright, oh, we got which, you. yeah. Let me look. Which, this if you up. tell me that they're making a mashup of Bad Boys and Dungeons and Dragons, that should be made for me. Yeah, I sat down, I put that movie on, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is neither of those things," and it's actually making me like those two things, which are two <laughs> of my favorite things: D and D and the film Bad Boys. <laughs> Yeah, um, you're making me hate them. <laughs> yeah, we did. We actually watched this for that show. We did like a commentary track for Bright, never having seen it before. And uh, I mean, I see. I love Will Smith. That's 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 my problem. Same, you Dude, know. Same. And you mentioned uh, what did you mention earlier? After Earth. So you watched After Earth. Um, that was tough. And let's see, what was the other really weird? I mean, Gemini Man. Did you see that one? I liked Gemini Man. So I haven't more- seen it. Oh, if you like Will Smith, it's got two Will Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's, seriously, I like Will Smith enough that it's like, yeah. put two of them in the movie. I, it's a fucking sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, we watched, uh, my wife and I, wa- another weird one we watched was I Am Legend. And we watched it in Bangkok um, when it came out. And it was very, very strange because that was my, I guess that's maybe the only movie I've seen 
overseas, um, but they, at that time at least, were standing before every movie for a song for the king of Thailand. They take that very seriously there. And that was extremely weird, and all of the commercials were cool, but um, but I guess it was... I can't remember if it was dubbed or subbed, but um, that movie kind of stinks, but I remember it fondly for that weird experience, you know? Oh, hell yeah. And and Will Smith is just so much fun. Um, He's great. I, I don't hate that movie. I, uh, I like CGI that movie. CGI in that fucking film also the, looks the like guys, a dog turd. God they damn, look bad. Dude, they look, so look weird. Yeah, that's why the movie is good for like the first hour. <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't fight. Well, you don't deal with one of those guys. I think what appeals to me about it, maybe you're the same way, is it's like, oh, this would be cool if I was like really smart and I had all the time in the world. I would fortify my house in this exact really cool way and get super ripped while I was doing it. That's appealing, right? Well, it, sh- it, it shows like the scaffolding a little bit of like if the world didn't like that conversation or that thought experiment that we all do of like, all right, if shit actually hit the fan, I guess. I would stay in the back room because it's the least windows. You know what I mean? Like you start to <laughs> yeah. do that kind of shit. And it's like that movie lets you into that a little bit. You see his like systems and stuff. And I, I, I'm i here for that. I like a lot right. of movies yeah, like that. I like where that you, too. Where you see how the guy like see how the person has established themselves. Like I like Waterworld for that reason. Because right. it's like boat is so fucking like rigged up and ready to rock. You yeah, should knowing watch, that we couldn't do any of it. You'll never do it, Jesse. But you should watch The Last Man on Earth and the Char- Charlton Heston the Omega Man. That's what the... The precursors to the, is that a movie? The two yeah. two movies, yeah, they're on my Plex. I'll I'll link you. Okay, send me a link. All right. Well, we can we don't know of any books. Sorry, but you get the idea. <laughs> Maybe they'll come out with more books soon that we'll read. Probably not. Um, John, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, big fan of your stuff. Happy thank to have this movie me. to talk about with you. Um, obviously, people know about your stuff, but tell them about it, please. Um, if you like hearing me talk about movies, I have a podcast called Action Boys. It's behind a paywall. Um, so, but we do have some free, ep- we have about eight or 10 free episodes on a feed, wherever you get podcasts, action boys unlocked and loaded It's actionboys.biz with a Z. We talk about classic action movies for longer than the lengths of the movies themselves, which is <laughs> not a positive thing. I'm not using that as a pitch. That's a warning to save your money. If that's not for you, for example, we did three hours and 40 minutes on the program for sports timber this month. <laughs> Almost. We're, uh, we, we're going to hit the four hour mark, which is terrifying. We did three hours and 20 minutes on Howard the Duck for our 200th episode. Oh, my That's God. That's how long and dumb our show is. So purely dollars per minute, our <laughs> Patreon is a good value. <laughs> but that is only if you're exclusively trying to not listen to the voices in your head and you need, like, the biggest bang for your buck. We got yes. you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's great. And and High and Mighty is great as well. You uh, you You always have people on that show that I think you do a great job talking with and are very interesting or whatever. But I know the whole time for me, I'm like, wow, I don't know what I would say to this person at all. You have to be like a really good (laughs) conversationalist and like comfortable talking about stuff that maybe you don't know the most about in the whole world to, uh, to hang around on that show, but you do a great job of it. Oh, thanks man. Yeah. I kind of pride myself on being curious and also the ability to talk unbroken for 90 minutes of shit hits the fan. So those are my two skill sets. So it makes me an okay podcaster for that reason. Yeah. Well, we hit 90, minutes on the dot which is the perfect amount of time unless it's a movie from 1990 with a big duck in it or whatever <laughs> right, right. Um, so thanks for coming on guys I hope you enjoyed this gestuary from uh, on this side of the paywall and for more uh, we've got some terrific guests over there and some other movies we did Sicilian Vampire We've uh, we're doing no, RIPD. That's like as a well. big selling point, guys. We did Sicilian Vampire. <laughs> Holy shit! Like you just see your Patreon shoot through the roof. <laughs> I mean, seventy five grand this month. I told you Sicilian Vampire was gonna pop it all up. 
<laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.